I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this bonus, we're just going to call this bonus episode. Hey, we're getting up to 100 episodes. Oh, yeah, I would think we'd be pretty close. Can you see what episode? I think we're like it. I oh, will look oh, it you up. you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. We're, last week was 93, so this is 95. Oh, we are rapidly what are we, approaching. What are we going to do for 100? It's got to be something. I'm, I wish it wasn't during all this COVID stuff. I'd say let's do a remote somewhere and get some well, people out there and have a party. Come visit, yeah. Come say hey. Hey, if it's if we if we get to a hundred and we're not in COVID, let's party. Oh yeah, I agree. We'll have a party. We'll blow the roof off. <laughs> we could maybe even we'll do it here, and people can come see the studio. You know. Oh, that'd be fun. We should. We we do need to do that. Yeah. Okay. I we'll just do thought a party. About it, but we're it's gonna good, have a party. It's a good time of year. It'll be nice and warm. Yeah. We have great momentum. We have so many listeners. Mm-hmm. Our numbers are. Everybody's talking. Everybody is talking. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll grill out in the parking lot, and yeah, everyone around here is talking. They're, gonna they're gonna be- flock because so, we won't have enough space inside the building. They're gonna flock. So we're gonna need overflow space. <laughs> I love I love your optimism. <laughs> I think it's realism, but uh, you know, well, thank you all for listening uh, today. And we are doing an extra episode this week. Um, we do have more listeners during during COVID. So, uh, and with Easter, you know, I was on a walk yesterday, and I was like, we need to do uh, something about. We need to do an episode Easter related, right? You should do something Easter. Yeah, related. as much as I love Jesus, mm-hmm. like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta give JC. We gotta give some shout out to to the man. You do one offs for every other religious holiday, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and Easter's like the the, the religious holiday. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of why the biggest. Yeah. Oh, and it was weird this year. This is the first time in thirty four years I wasn't with my. Family, my parents on Easter Sunday. How uh, weird is that? Was it hard not to be with them? No, um, you know we made the best of it. We just hung out. It's it's not a huge deal. So much other bad shits going on. They feel mm-hmm. it's bad to complain about that. You know, like we have it pretty good. So I can't. Yeah, it's true. I can't whine about it. You know, <clears throat> I can't even watch the news right now. I just have no desire. Do you watch it? I check headlines now. I don't watch any of the press conferences or any of that stuff anymore because you get so wrapped up in it, and it's not uplifting in any way, really. Yeah. <laughs> so. And even though it's happening, I know it's happening. I know people are suffering, and I'm I'm very attuned and respectful of all of that. I just I don't want that energy in my house. You don't have to. I mean. Yeah, don't let yourself... You'll get consumed by it. Yes. If you're not careful. And I would. Like, if I had the TV on, I would... I It, it, it would... It would... It would take my energy. It would. It does. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, hey, I want to thank today's sponsor of The Remedy, Julie Sanders. Thank you so much. She made a very generous donation um, and is sponsoring this week on The Remedy, which I'm so grateful for. Me too. Uh, yeah, especially... <laughs> Especially me. 
Kevin is especially grateful. Working harder to keep the lights on during COVID. <laughs> you know. But, yes, uh, <laughs> we so appreciate um, sponsors of the remedy. Um, and Julie, we love you. I love you so much. But um, and Kevin, Kevin loves you. Even Kevin loves you today. I sure do. <laughs> Um, so if you are interested in being a sponsor of The Remedy, we would so appreciate it. All you have to do is go to tobacito.com, click on The Remedy, and um, it's easy. Make a donation. Yeah. And any amount helps. So every episode costs about 200 um, but there are people who've given a whole lot less, and there's people who've given a whole lot more. So anything that you would like to donate, we would very much appreciate. So um, with Easter, yesterday was Easter, and uh, I was praying on my walk, and I was just thinking about all the reasons why I love Easter, why I love Jesus, why we have so... And I think, you know, it was... It's interesting to me. It, it has been interesting to me. I'd love your thoughts on this, Kev. But sure. It's an interesting... T- the, the timing of all of this, like happening during Lent um, and Easter has been very... In, I think it's added a dimension or dynamic or... Oh, sure. I don't know what the word is. Um, that maybe, I mean, I'm sure you've seen like the memes and the text messages flying around. Well, you know, I meant I wanted to give up a couple of things for Lent. I wasn't planning on giving up this much. Everything? For, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or that can go another way for people who gave up booze for Lent and all of a sudden it's like the time <laughs> when they want to drink the most. and. <laughs> It's like I have to give up teepee and I and booze at the same time. <laughs> teepee. I found teepee today, by the way. I need paper towels. I need PT. <laughs> Bad. They're just as hard to find. They are. Um. So anyway, uh, it's just it was in, it's been interesting to me that during the time of Lent, when we do tend to to give things up, you know, we've had to. We have had to give up a lot of, so it's just given, it's given me, I can't put my thoughts on anybody else, but it's given me a lot of time to reflect on what's important, um, my priorities, how I spend my time, my relationships with everyone. I mean, I miss my friends so much. Like usually my, all my friend, my best friends and all of our kids and families get together on Easter um, and it's like six families we've been doing it. And like, oh, that was hard yesterday. Yeah. It was really, and, and like you said, it's perspective, right? There's a lot of people who are suffering deeply and greatly. And so complaining about not getting to do what you usually do yeah. on Easter sounds silly, but like I see my parents all the time. It's okay that I didn't see them this year on Easter, yeah. You know? but it still kind of sucks. Yeah. But you know, you just, what you do is you really appreciate. Like next year when we're all together for Easter, we're going to appreciate. It's be the best. Yes. We're going to appreciate that in a whole. I think we're going to appreciate things. I mean, I think about, um, I think about like, what's the first restaurant I'm going to go to? Oh, me too. Have you thought We've that? We've talked about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, where am I going to go? And I mean, we can go get it takeout, but it's just not the same. No, especially if you want to go to a nice restaurant. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. 
I mean, I bet the I bet the nice restaurants are the ones that are taking big old hits because yep. you pay for the atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah, you pay for that. I mean, you're the real, whole experience. Yes, I'm not gonna. I, if I'm gonna spend a lot, I'm gonna just cook. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, really, exactly. Or I'm gonna go get in and out. Yep. Like it's there's really not a lot in between. If you want something real nice, you want to be waited on, yeah. and, you know, have a couple of drinks, hear yes. some piano music. Or- yes, yes. So, okay, so today I wanted to just spend a little bit of time talking about why I love Jesus um, in honor of Easter and just, I mean, you know how much I love Jesus. I do. <laughs> it's kind of your thing. How do you know? <laughs> how do you know? You may have mentioned it once or twice <laughs> over the 93 episodes we've done together. <laughs> Ninety-five. Well, I hope that I. You know what I hope? I hope that I love Jesus. I hope even more that I. I don't just talk about how much I love Jesus, but like how I honor Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and how I live. Yeah, yeah. Like you can. Hopefully, you could tell that just by how I live. Yes, you apply it to your life. Hopefully, not a. Not perfectly. And well, not every day, but who does? You know, nobody's perfect. Yeah, but um, okay. So I wanted to talk about why I love Jesus. So you know how I am on my list. Okay, I had I had to make my list. I love the list. <laughs> so um, what's funny is yesterday during my uh, quiet time, like in the mornings when I do like devotional and stuff, I made this list, and I, it was so much longer. And then I was like, okay, you got to tap the brakes a little bit because. It, you don't want to get, you know, can't be that long. Burned out? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Burn out. Okay. So one of the reasons I love Jesus is because he was a man of few words. I think that that, um, you know, Jesus only said what, what needed to be said. And I think that I admire that quality in him because I talk so much. Me too. You do? Oh, yeah. I don't think you're chatty. Oh my god, I talk a lot and I talk loud and <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're overly chatty though. No. No. That's good. No. I would never describe you as like super chatty. I wouldn't describe you as overly chatty either. My children? No, I've known some obnoxiously chatty people. You don't fit into that category. <laughs> Well, hopefully I'm not not. Everyone's probably a little more judgmental of themselves though than probably. how everybody else sees them. So. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I think when I think about Jesus, I don't think Jesus was afraid of, or I don't think he, um, I don't think he minded uh, airspace, like quiet and dead air, dead air, which I hate. <laughs> it's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> Is it really? In conversations at work. Yes. You know, I hate silence, period. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't hate it, but I would do better to say less. I really would. And sometimes I think, God, why do you, like I have, I have to, if I think it, I say it, good and bad. And, you know, if you're on the receiving end of the good, then that's, it's like my, one of my greatest gifts and like one of, one of my things that, mm-hmm. and I just think that Jesus is one of those people that like, only says what needed to be said. I really admire that. Chooses his words very deliberately. Yes. Yes. That's the good word. Not impulsively and sporadically like the rest of us. Like me. <laughs> me. 
<laughs> Maybe it's one of the reasons I love you so much. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like that's the reason I got into the radio business, because I just like to talk and be obnoxious. You are not. <laughs> you are not obnoxious. I would never talk say to my that. wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I said talk to my kids, and probably Craig, who I'm dating. He's. I mean, I'm. I'm sure I. Oh yeah. There's he. If he's listening to this, he's nodding his head right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she talks too much. <laughs> and Carter would be like, "Hell yeah, you talk too much." <laughs> Elise is listening. You're saying you're not obnoxious. She's like, ha. <laughs> Isn't it funny how our the people that are close to us, what like their perceptions? How they of perceive us? it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Um, this kind of goes along with the same thematic, um, but I really, really love this about Jesus. Is he knew how to be alone? Like he was really good at removing himself. And spending time alone. I think like that whole recalibration for him was real. I mean, he spent, I mean, what's crazy is Jesus, allegedly, supposedly, Jesus started his ministry when he was 30. His ministry only lasted three years. Like from the time that he started teaching and preaching to, to his death, 30 to 33. And so we really don't know a whole lot more about what happened before leading up that mm-hmm. yes um there's just only really a couple of stories of him as you know young but <clears throat> one thing that he did i mean he was so good at spending time with people and teaching and preaching and healing and i mean he was with the people but he would often leave and just go away and spend time alone and i I have to do that too. Like I really, that's how I, you know, some people are, they get all their energy by being with people and I do get energized by people. But for me to recenter, recalibrate, I have to spend time alone. Me too. Big time. Yeah. And, um, so I really appreciate that about him. I think it's, I think it's, there there was a time in my life, Kev, that I could not be alone. I did not want to be alone. I think a lot of people have that at some point. Mm Mm-hmm. Mine was after I lost my kids. You get yeah, you get tortured when you're alone. It was torture mm-hmm. to be alone. I had to, I I had to be with somebody. Yep, you don't want to be alone with your own thoughts. Mm-mm. It was too painful. It was too hard. Um, but I I knew, I knew that about me, and so I forced myself to be alone, and that was one of the best and one of the hardest things. And yeah, I bet at first that was horrible. It was horrible, but now I love to be alone. I mean, when I got divorced, I think I've shared this before, but when I first got divorced and the kids would first go spend, uh, so Topher and I, I have the kids most of the time, but he has them every other weekend and then one day a week. So it's not a lot. I mean, it's only eight days a month that he spends, you know, that he has the kids Mm -hmm. and, um, or every other weekend and they would leave and go and my friends were so worried about me. You know, they would be like, Oh my gosh, is it so hard? Is it so sad? I was like, no. But that time you're like, this is great. No. I and that I was your only little break? Yeah. And I loved being alone. I love being alone. And is that kind of where you where it started, where you really learned to like it? Mm You forced yourself to learn before that? Yeah. I forced myself when I was when I recognized how bad I was at being alone. Yeah. And the best thing to do is 
be alone. Like if you're not like that, because it's a muscle, right? It really is a muscle. For me, it was. That's all I can say is I had to practice being alone. I like being alone. I love it. Mm -hmm, me too. Um, okay, I love how Jesus met people where they were. Um, do you know the story of the woman at the well from the Bible? Probably, but I don't remember exactly it. But it'll jar my memory once you start talking. Okay, so there was this woman... <clears throat> Um, it's a story in the Bible. Jog my memory? Sorry. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I always mess up words like that. <laughs> that actually makes me feel better that you did that. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's a story in the Bible. It's the story is, is called the woman at the well, but she was a woman who was, who slept around a lot and, um, had been with a lot of people and she was currently with living with a guy and she was kind of known as like the town slut. And so every day women spent a big part, of, like a big part of their day and a big part of their like socializing was them going to get water at the well. And, you know, so it was often a walk or a, and all the women would go at a certain time. Well, if you were kind of an outcast of society, you would go at off hours because you didn't want to face the scrutiny right. and the judgment of other women. So because this woman was kind of known as like the town slut, she went to the well alone. You know, she would go at a time where no other women were there. So she was at the well getting her water and here comes Jesus uh, to talk to her. And, and he kind of calls her out. You know, he calls her out about what she's doing and how she's living and the choices she's making. And, but he does it in like the most loving way. I mean, he's not judgmental. He's just talking to her and he's explaining to her like what the, the water of life, like she's there to get water, but there's like, there's a living water and living water is, is knowing God, knowing the spirit, being being one with all of that. And so he kind of challenges her in the most loving way. And then he says, leaves by saying, go and sin no more. Well, where, I mean, if anybody was going to come, if anybody had the right or the authority to come and meet her with judgment or, you know, uh, you know call her out or, you know, it was Jesus. Yeah. And yet, that's the one exception. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, yet she's avoiding all, all the other people because of their opinions about her. And anyway, the, I just, I love that story because it's not that he was shying away from having the conversation that needed to be had with her, but he did it in, in the most loving, non-judgmental, non-condescending way. Not confrontational. Yeah, yeah, and that's another good word, you know. And I, uh, like, I, <clears throat> I think about times where somebody has done something to me or upset me, or my kids upset me, or my kids do something. You know, I can, I, and I really have to work at uh, framing the conversation in a loving way instead of attacking. You know. And Jesus, Jesus was like the one guy who had, who could attack and he just never did. That's just not how he met 
conflict and it's not, he never like confronted people with this like air of judgment or criticism. And that I believe that is what inspired people more than anything probably to change because he met people with love and you know, there's people, of course they disappoint us. They let us down. We get, we look at people's actions and we can get real judgmental, but the times, if you think about it, like when somebody, like if you did something wrong and it's, and somebody called you out, how you responded to that would be, have everything to do with their approach to you. Like how they went about calling you out. Yeah. You know? And I mean... Because yeah, you're right. There are many different ways to do that. Mm-hmm. And if it's not done well, you know, your first reaction is probably going to be defense. Defense, attack. And, yes. Or, yeah. And attack back, you know? And I don't know. Jesus just did that so well. Like when doesn't I, make you feel backed into a corner, you know, because mm-hmm. that's that's when people will react badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Me too. I, I do. Um, this kind of goes along with the, that same is is uh, he didn't judge. You know, he really. And there's another great story. I promise I won't tell all Bible stories on every <laughs> single one of these, but there's a, another great story about this woman who had committed adultery. And, I mean, back in the day, if you committed adultery, you were stoned to death. Yeah. And, That's it. Yeah. yeah. Hanging offense. Not yeah. literally, but that expression. You know? Yes. And he, you know, all these people in the town were throwing rocks at this woman. And he, he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, you know, he challenged all of them. Okay, go ahead and keep throwing your rocks, but I just want you to throw rocks if you haven't sinned. <laughs> and, and you know, they all put their, they all had to put their stone down. And it's so funny how we kind of rank sin. I do. Like, I mean, I've, I've sinned. I've done this, 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 and this, but, but I haven't mm-hmm. done this, 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 and this. And so, like, well, at least I never did that. Yes, and and it's so easy. It is so easy to judge other people about on a sin or a, that that we feel like we're not capable of, you know. And yet, sin is sin is sin is sin. And there's no ranking in the Bible about well, you know, if you commit murder, that's number one sin. If you commit adultery, that's number two sin. You know, uh, stealing a piece of bubble gum, that's like you know, 322 on the sin ranking. I yeah. mean, that's, it's just not how it's done. And the truth is we're all sinners, all of us. And so to spend time in judgment of others is, that's a sin. I mean, that's a sin in and of itself. So, you know, Jesus, of all people, could have judged all, I mean, he he's he's the only one who has that authority and he never took it. He never did it. So I don't know. I I feel like I still have such a long way to go when it comes to judging people. I can be pr- I can be pretty judgmental. Me too. I can be horrible. I you can? Oh yeah. What do you get judgmental about? What gets you? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to get into I don't want to <laughs> out myself on that. <laughs> Lots of petty things I'll I say. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> 
Lots of things that I don't need to be judgmental about. I can t- I can say for sure. Yeah, I can be, I can be pretty judgmental. I can, and I think that I've done a lot better job, like not verbalizing it. But it doesn't mean I don't think it. And I just, I hate it. I don't want to be like that. I really don't want to be like that. No, I don't either. Yeah, because I don't want people to be like that to me. Yeah, I mean, I give plenty of people, I give people plenty of reasons to judge me. I do. Ask my children. I'll, <laughs> I'll gladly tell you what I've messed up on lately. They'd be happy to out you on that. <laughs> yes. Um, I love that Jesus was just wicked smart. I mean, if you really like study um, the stories of Jesus and how he taught and I mean, even just his parables, like the way that he used stories to teach and he was just a, he was brilliant. I mean, he is brilliant. It's, I don't know. I just, I, I it's still attempted to be imitated today, you know? Yes. I mean, the stories that he's told and the way that he taught us and the, the things that he said and, and the way that he went up, like just his way, he, he just had an amazing way. And the more you study the Bible, the more you learn about how wicked smart he is and just how he was very calculated and very smart about the way that he went about everything, especially the way that he treated people who hated him. He was brilliant at that. Brilliant. I wish I was as good as him at that. Um, I really appreciate and love um, how much peace Jesus gives me. You know, I've really appreciated it um, especially right now during this, because we're so not in control, you know? Yeah. We are so not in control. And I, you know, Janice, we did a podcast today with her and she reminded us again, how control is a facade. It's not even real. Total illusion. Total illusion. Thank you, Janice. (laughs) Yes. And yet, you know, it, before COVID, it did feel like we had more control. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. We had more control over our days, our finances. Everything. Everything. Our plans, you know? And we wake up every day right now, and it could change again. And I mean, and the crazy thing is there's no... We know it's going to end, but we don't know how it's going to end. We don't know when it's going to end, and we don't know what kind of carnage is going to take place in between. And that's hard. And yet knowing that I I can find peace in in and comfort in prayer and and trusting that you know I'm not in control but a good man is and it's all going to be okay. I mean it is. It's all going to be okay and that the knowledge of that through Jesus Christ brings me so much peace. And I really, 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 I've needed it, and I really appreciate it. Um, I really love how Jesus has taught me how to forgive. Um, I, there is no way that I would have, I mean, I look at the stuff that Jesus has forgiven me for, and and then I think, I, how could I have a choice in how I'm 
whether or not I'm going to forgive someone. I know you say you have a hard time forgiving, don't you, Kev? Yeah, I do. Um, I no, think- no, no, no. I, I just have to specify, remember? Like, I'm very quick to forgive mm-hmm. if someone's sorry. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. We've talked about that. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Well. Forgiving those who don't feel bad about or who aren't sorry is very hard for me. Mm-hmm. I get that. I, I, I understand that. But, uh, I mean, the things that I have, and the, the things that I've been forgiven for are remarkable. And the things that I've been able to, like, truly forgive and like let go and i don't hold on to it at all um it's only because of jesus that i have that i have that ability i don't i think if i did not have my faith i i think i would be one of those people who'd held on and just really bitter yeah and made people pay for what they've done yeah like i i know without without him i i i don't i don't think it would be pretty at all if somebody hurt me or my children, that'd be a lot more difficult. Yeah. Um, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Um, I really, I mean, every single morning, the first thing that I do is pray. I mean, I wake up, knees hit the floor. And I, like Jesus is my wingman. And I go to him for everything. And I rely on him for everything. And I don't have to worry a lot because of that. Like, I just totally believe that he has my back. I really do. And and I am so, so, so thankful for that. This kind of goes along with the same lines, uh, but it's what I wrote down next, is that I trust him completely. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't trust a lot of people. I just don't. Um, I think I think that it's difficult to trust man. You know, we're just all so human. And and so there's very few people, I, very few people. I mean, less than a hand of people that I totally trust. How many people do you trust? Like completely trust? Few, but I'm also a naive person. I'm overly trusting. You and are? too quick to trust, yeah. Oh, I've wow. been burned before. But now I'm a lot more, you know, leery these days. But, um, yeah, immediate, not not a lot, no. I don't I don't trust a lot of people Not Not anymore. All. Yeah, I just don't. And hmm. it's it's not... It's not because I think bad of people, but I just think we're just too human. But I, it's so it's not it's not so much a knock on people as it is a a beautiful gift that I get from Jesus. Like I tr- mm. totally trust him, mm-hmm. totally trust him, completely, and I trust because I ask for help every single day, and I ask for his guidance, and I ask for his wisdom, and I ask for his blessing. That whatever the outcome is, I trust the outcome. I always trust the outcome. That and I, I'm, I'm sure some of that came from my loss because. Oh yeah. I did not trust the that outcome. I'm sure. When it happened, but now looking back, I can even trust that outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I even trust that. So 
I just, I trust that he sees things I can't see. He knows things I can't know. Um, but that it's, it's always better with him. Um, I love Jesus because he loves me even when fill in the blank. <laughs> Pick your poison. Yes. Because he just keeps loving me. And I, for that, I am so grateful. Um, oh, you know how much I love nature. I you do. You're a big nature person. I'm a nature girl. <laughs> and I am so, so, I like love Jesus for all that he, all the beauty he created for us to enjoy. Like, I'm so thankful for that. It's such a, it's such a light in my day. Like, sunrises, sunsets, the sky, the birds, the squirrels. I mean. See, not everyone sees that light. So that's a, that's a good thing. I love it so much. I love nature. And I just believe it's all a gift from God. Um, I love Jesus that he made us for relationships. And I mean, I've always believed that, but I've like, I, I just, you know, I said it like I miss my friends, you know, I really miss the interaction. I miss dinners. I miss girlfriends. I miss, and like, I mean, I'm still talking to them, but like there is something about hugs mm -hmm. and, and like, just being in relationship and how kind and good that he created us to be in a relationship, like romantic relationship. Yeah. I mean, think about how much comfort and joy and peace your wife brings to you. It's incredible. Yes. Incredible. And you are one of those Daily. that never wanted to get married. Yeah. Like, I thought you, it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and look at you. Yep. Like you were, even Kevin was created for a relationship. Like you are better in relationships. Yes. And I do not desire to be single anymore. No. And think about that. Like that's crazy, Kevin. Um, even though I always liked being in a relationship, but I never thought that that, that it had to be permanent you know what i mean yeah but now i get it or that it was worth like the real investment right of marriage right and that was necessary at and, all and when you find the right person that is like the greatest gift yeah it just all of a sudden makes sense yes like, oh all that's right. a great way to say I it i get it now yeah now you know now it's all not those stupid crazy <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem so stupid all of a sudden <laughs> I guess I'm the stupid one. <laughs> Kevin, you're so funny. Uh, you know, my uh, when we were on vacation uh, in Scott, well, not on vacation. God, sounds so irresponsible. But I met my brother in Scottsdale a couple weeks ago uh, with his family, and he um, he asked my kids at lunch. He was like, uh, "Hey." Guys, like, do you want your mom to get married again? <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's a bold whoa! question. <laughs> like, I don't even talk about that stuff, you know? But, um, and Carter was hilarious. He goes, 
not right now. And he goes, why? And he goes, because I haven't met him yet. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> but not a funny answer. That is. <laughs> uh, but all of them said, like, of course. Like, of course. And, like, ultimately what what the conversation morphed into was how we were, I mean, it's biblical. God said in the second chapter, like, we were, it is not good for man to be alone. To be alone. Yeah. Yep. And, and I love how you said, like, when you meet the right person, it does all make sense. It does. It sounds so cheesy, but it's yes. actually true. Yes. Yes. Do you believe... And you can't force it. No. You just can't. So many people, I think, try so hard well, I to just totally make that, agree. to make the square peg fit in a round hole, you know, and it's just... I would never do that. You know, that's a scarcity mentality. Like, that this has to happen because if this doesn't happen... It happen, then it's not going to happen. Right, right, right. Exactly. And I think that's exactly it. I just, I do not have that. I think that you, you, everybody has totally should wait for like the very best. And like, until you find that person that's like, takes your breath yeah. away, you know, makes you stare that you can't stop thinking about that blows your mind because they're so fabulous can't imagine spending a second without yes and i think that that's not that doesn't happen a lot that's why there's so much divorce is because so many people in their heads that's the next thing that you do mm-hmm. you go to college you graduate you get a job then you get married it's just the yep. next thing you've been you know? dating this person like yep get, so better that's get, what happens better get married better have a kid yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's the trap people get caught in and then Very they end up so. stuck and it's bad for everybody. Yeah. You know, I just, I think that, I think that you should be crazy about the person you're with. And like, maybe that happens to some people when you're young, like real young. Maybe you are, you know, you're lucky. Like, yeah. of course, I didn't ever, if I was going to get married, I didn't want to be in my mid-30s, yeah. but it's just happened that way. Better yeah. than it happened in my mid-30s and get married at 21 and then have to break up a family or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You got you to wait till it's right. Yes. You got to be 100%. And everybody deserves to get to be picky, you know? Yeah. But but I do believe that that's what ultimately that being in a relationship and having that gift has the ability to make us the best version of ourselves. Like it is only with like I think that we can be fabulous alone. Don't get me wrong. I don't think you have to have somebody to, in order to be. Oh no, I agree. Fabulous, mm-hmm. but I do believe that we are challenged and are even better when we're in a relationship. Definitely, I just, I just do. And I take back what I said. I didn't mean to say one hundred percent. You can never be one hundred percent. There's always going to be some fear there, some unknown. You know, you're going into uncharted territory. You can't ever know one hundred percent for sure. It isn't some even if you know you want to be this person, it's still a bold move. You gotta take sure. a, you're taking a chance. Yes. Love is bold. Mm-hmm. Love is love takes courage. It just does. It's so You just gotta be you know, ready to take that mm-hmm. step. Mm-hmm. Not it, because it's the next thing you do, but because you want to. Yeah. It's easier to be alone. Oh hell yes. It's easier to not be in a relationship. And be way more efficient. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and be way more oh, efficient. on so much level. I was so ambitious and effective and like so good at saving money and stuff when I was <laughs> single, you know, it was, it was great. But. I do like being single. I, oh, look at that cute bird. 
Yeah, for some reason, a lot of birds land right here at my window. That's cute. Yeah, there was a blue jay there earlier. Uh, Pretty cool. It's really cute. Um, okay. Uh, I love Jesus because he was so brave. I mean, on That's for sure. Good Friday, I, I always get choked up because I think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane and all that suffering. And I just, I mean... And even him in that moment saying, praying, pleading with God, like if there's any way that, I mean, he says, Father, if you can remove this cup from me, please do it. And then he follows it up, which is so brave with, but not my will, your will be done. Thy will be done. And I mean, that is a brave prayer, right? Like, God, I would really, 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 really like this but thy will be done. Like at the end of the day, whatever needs to be done, whatever's best, um, then I will trust you. And that's a brave prayer mm -hmm. because we want what we want, what we want. And to pray that for something that you want, but then ultimately give the control, give it back because you trust that his way is the best way is, and then to just do it his way, that's brave. That's brave. Really brave. Jesus was so brave. That's why I titled my book Borrowed Courage. Because when I'm not feeling brave, that's where I get it. That's where I find my courage. Um, is him. Like you can you can do it. I mean, the Bible says you can do all things through Christ. And I be I believe it. Um, Jesus is amazing to me because he is not controlling. I mean, he had the ability to control all things and all people. And he allowed everybody to just be, I mean, he, he allowed the betrayals. He allowed people to talk bad about him. He he could have controlled his whole life, you know, and made it so much simpler on him. Mm. Um, and he could have controlled others, you know, easily, easily. Um, and he never did. And that, what an example. I mean, imagine if you had all the control. No abuse of power. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I would, if I had abuse more. Abuse of power is human nature. Like, if I had the control, I'd control more. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, wouldn't you? Of course. Yes. And and to have that gift and not abuse it is a, a truly remarkable example. Um, I love thinking, uh, the Bible says that Jesus is jealous for us. Have you ever heard that? No, I've never heard that. Yeah. When I first heard that or first read that, I never even, I was like, what does that mean? But What does that mean? Well, he's, when we, when we make other things more important or have other idols or other priorities than him, he gets jealous for us. Just Is like envious in? He's not envious. He's jealous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> <laughs> think about like, okay, think about if your wife, y'all were out to dinner and she 
uh, she checked out another guy. Like, you might get a little jealous. Uh, sure, of right? course. A little insecure. Yeah, because in that moment, it seemed that that guy was more important was better than, me. than yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And so you get jealous. You were jealous for her, for her attention, for her to look at you like that. And the Bible says that, G- that God is a jealous God, that he gets jealous for us. I, I, I like that thought. I really like that thought that like, if I'm not, if he's not in his rightful place in my life, he's, he's jealous for me. I like it. Interesting. I never heard that. Mm -hmm. Our God is a jealous God for us. He wants to be our number one, Kev. Um, and when he's not, he gets jealous. Um, Okay, I love Jesus. This is probably my number one reason why I love Jesus so much. He taught me what love is and what love does. Like, Jesus is the perfect example of what love is and what love does. I mean, Bible says the greatest sacrifice, there's no greater sacrifice than one man laying down his life for another. Mm-hmm. And Jesus did that for all all of us. Yep. And how loving and kind of God to allow that to happen. I mean, if God said, Hey, Tova, I'm going to go ahead and need George to die for all of humanity for the greater to good. live. I'd be like, yeah, you're going to need to pick no. somebody else. Yeah. You know, like I just, he hit, that is amazing love. And 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 not to mention, it's not like he could take a couple of pills and like go to sleep. I mean, he suffered. Oh yeah, greatly. A horrible. Yes. Horrible death. The most horrific death. The most barbaric death that existed at the time. Yeah. And you know, and he did that for us, and that that's what love is, and that's what love does. It's sacrifice, right? It's, and it, and he he his was the greatest sacrifice of all. Puts tears in my eyes, Kev. <laughs> um, I love Jesus because he cares so deeply. So one of my favorite verses, and Kev, you will love this verse. It's in uh, so uh, Jesus gave this huge sermon. Uh, in the book of Matthew, chapters 5, 6, and 7, it's called the Sermon on the Mount. And it's uh, it's this great sermon. It's like the beginning of Jesus' ministry, and he talks all about what his ministry is all about. It's like he's setting the stage for what he believes and what people who believe in him would believe. And one of his little segments is on not worrying. And he tells us like, don't worry, like look at the birds of the air. And maybe this has a lot to do with like my love and appreciation for nature. Like, but he talks about how like the birds aren't worried. Like the birds aren't worried about where their next meal is going to come from. And look at the flowers. Like look at birds aren't worried about COVID-19. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And yet, and yet how much more does 
does he love you? Like, and so how much more will he care for you? If that's the care that he's taken to ensure that the birds are taken care of and the birds have everything they need, how much more will he take care of you? Because you're his children. And, and then it ends those verses by saying, do not worry about tomorrow because today has enough worry of its own. And those verses have always brought me an enormous amount of comfort. You know, when I, when Charlie was here, the first time I ever heard those verses, somebody had written a card, you know, when I had my kids, I, I hadn't, I, I didn't know the Bible the way that I know the Bible now. And I did I think I'd read the Bible, but, you know, it was just like to say that I'd read the Bible. Didn't absorb it all. Yeah. I didn't know the Bible. Right. But somebody wrote those verses to me in a card, and I found them in the Bible, and every single day I would sit out on my back porch, Kevin, and I would read those verses to Charlie. And I would look at him, and it was so applicable to me in that moment because it said, don't worry about tomorrow. All I did was worry about tomorrow. I mean, I was so scared for him to die. I was so scared for him to suffer. I mean, they, all the doctors like said, you know, he's probably going to start to have seizures at some point. He, when he, when he passes away, he's probably going to bleed out because his liver numbers enzymes are so high. And I mean, it was like, Horror really morbid story. shit. Yes, yeah. horrifying for a mother mm-hmm. to like worst nightmare. Yes, yeah. to think about what suffering is coming, you know, and yet at the time there, Charlie was there. He wasn't suffering. He was smiling, present, even. happy. Yes, he was sitting in my lap. He wasn't actively dying. Like I knew that day was going to come, but it wasn't happening today. Right. And those verses, you know, I read, I read a long time ago, or maybe Janice told me, I can't remember, but the, it was like when you get carried away, when your thoughts and your fears and your worries take you, like, look at your feet. Look at your feet. Like, where you are, where you are right now. Like, you're here. You and I are here. We're healthy. You know, we're six feet apart. And that sucks, but, but, you know, you're still working and I'm still like, my kids are home. Every buddy I know is fine. Like still on the air. Yes. And like, there's, so in this present moment, everything is okay and it will continue to be okay. It's always okay. But that, those verses just reminded me that. And they still, I mean, they live in me. Like, don't worry about tomorrow. And, 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 and those verses have meant so much to me about how much God cares. I mean, look at, look at the birds. Like, if that's how much God cares and takes care of and looks after these little critters, like, how much more is he thinking about and caring and looking after you? So I really appreciate that about God, especially, you know what I have to say, especially being a single woman, like, or just a single person, like, you know, I take care of myself. Like nobody takes care of me. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I take care of myself. And so 
like knowing that God ultimately will take care of me, like brings me so much comfort. It's probably, you know, like I said, it brings me a lot of peace, you know, that he's going to always, he's going to always take good care of me, which I really, I need it. We all need it. Um, this is my last one. I love Jesus because if I was the only person on the planet, he still would have died for me. And I believe that. I believe that if, I believe he, I know he did what he did for all of us, but I believe that even if he had to do it for just me, he would have done it for just me. I don't know if he would have done it for just you, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. He'd do it for you, for sure. He'd do it for you too, Gab. <laughs> he would. He would. He's so good that way. So, um, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, I didn't see that coming. I know. That was good. I was watching you while I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Your smile is so uh, cute. That's funny. <laughs> well, I love you. And I am grateful. Um, I'm grateful for Easter. I'm grateful for work. I'm grateful for, you know, I'm grateful, I'm grateful for, for you too. a lot of little things right now. Yes, me too. And Very much so. Yeah. And so today's been a lot of fun. It's, it's so good. It's so good. to that, And I'm so grateful that we can still do this. Me I'm too. I'm so grateful you're still working, Kev. Oh, yes, and me You too. see me trying I, to navigate a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I could help terrible. you even if you had to do it from home, but I'm so glad we're able to still come in and it keeps me sane being able to come yeah. out here and still do this with you. Me so. too. Me too. Keeps me anchored. Well, I hope all of you have a beautiful week. I hope you had a wonderful Easter. And um, and I hope I just hope all of your families are healthy and safe and happy. We're thinking about you and praying for you. And if you need anything, you know where to find us. Have a great week.